in the world is this management team doing with Brian Reynolds? Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. I, you know, I try as a default mode based on a lifetime of journalistic training to be open-minded and fair and consider all sides, though not all sides are always equal or deserving of equal treatment. And then there's the Pirates. There's a certain way that I prefer to cover teams, all three of the teams that I do, all three of Pittsburgh's big league teams. And then there's the Pirates, who make it so very freaking hard. Reynolds is the franchise's best player. Reynolds would probably be considered by most impartial observers to be among the top 20 or 25 players overall in Major League Baseball. That's not a homer perspective. That's data-based. That's starting in the All-Star game-based. That's the consistency that he's shown since coming up as a rookie in 2019-based. He is a very, very good player. He has the potential. He isn't one yet, but the potential to be a great player. He is absolutely everything you'd want in a player, regardless of your team or your city or your payroll structure. But he is a godsend. He is a dream come true for the Pittsburgh Baseball Club and the legitimate restrictions in which they operate in an imbalanced economic system. And here we are. Here we are. Arbitration. Reynolds' first year of being arbitration eligible. And the team and the player's agency couldn't agree on a figure. So the way this works is the team submits a number into the arbitration process and the player submits one as well. The arbitrator picks one or the other. He doesn't find something in between. There's no happy land out of this. The team's figure to pay Reynolds for 2022 was $4.25 million. The player's number was $4.9 million. Don't make me do that math for you. It ain't much. But it sure is in the eyes of the player, of the agency, of the rest of the players in the clubhouse, and, oh, by the way, of the fan base. And this, this is what I'm talking about when I say that this team is so spectacularly tone-deaf. Because you could take that difference, that half a million, right there, and spend it on a marketing campaign for the season that would barely serve, if that, to undo the damage that the team's doing to itself 
with idiocy like this. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. What's more, there's been no movement, none whatsoever, toward getting Reynolds signed to a long-term extension. I reported exclusively last week that the Pirates have no intention of trading Reynolds, but I never brought up an extension. The reason for that is I never heard a word about it. Well, as it turns out, confirmed yesterday, Reynolds hasn't heard anything about it either, and his agency hasn't heard anything about it either. This, by the way, is a little bit of what Reynolds had to say to reporters in Bradenton on this subject in general. I mean, I can handle myself just fine. Um, I mean, I know what, I know that, you know, they can get messy in hearing and all that, but I mean, I'm an adult, I don't care, I can handle it, so. Um, I, mean, I have a pretty good idea what will be said and all that, so it's fairly See, Reynolds will get over this. He's a, a cool guy. You hear the Johnny Cash voice and everything else. Well, he legitimately is that in real life. He's not going to let this get to him. He does want to play for the Pirates. He likes his teammates. He likes his coaches. Likes the surroundings. Likes everything about being a Pirate. And once this is done, and he will win this arbitration thing, by the way, there will be no scars where he's concerned. But what's the point? What What's the W in this for management? See, a, a, a cynic hears me ask that and just responds, well, you know, what's another half billion dollar savings for nutting? That's why he's doing it. But it's really not because the pirates are going to be spending more money on this coming team. And that half million dollars doesn't even buy you half of a mediocre reliever. There's no gain. There's nothing at play here beyond simple obliviousness to the outside world. That's what's happening here. That's what this is. Please understand that part of it. They're unaware of what happens outside the walls of 115 Federal or the spring training offices right now in Florida, wherever they happen to be based. They don't live outside their own walls. All of them, not just nutting, all of them. So what they undoubtedly see internally as just another day in just another arbitration case looks to us like what it actually freaking is. 
which is messing with your best player and theoretically the biggest part of your future with no benefit to anyone. Wow. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. Today's J1Q comes from John Columbus, who asks, Your opinion on Bob Nutting? Can't come to agreement on their best player? Animosity will abound in no way they extend him and lose trade leverage. What an owner. The people of Pittsburgh and surrounding area. We are funding. John, my opinion on Bob Nutting from the very, very beginning, and I'm talking about a long time ago, is that he's cheap. And honestly, that's not an opinion. That's a proven, documented, universally corroborated fact. This is a cheap individual. I have also expressed other major reservations about his ownership tenure. Chief among them, and I'm talking over payroll over anything is an inability and or unwillingness to get involved when he needs to get involved. And let me be clear what I mean when I say that. He is involved in day-to-day business. He's around. He's visible. There's this mythology that he's sitting somewhere in a mansion on Mount Olympus and doesn't even know who the pirates are. Nothing could be further from the truth. He's around all the time. What he doesn't do, though, is meddle. And this is another misnomer that occurs. There's a perception that Nutting looks at Brian Reynolds' arbitration case, and pardon me for laughing, but it's actually a funny scenario, that he's looking at this and saying, hmm, I could get another half a million dollars out of this and buy some, well, I can't say ski lifts anymore since I'm selling Seven Springs, so I don't know, some some stuff, hot dog buns. So only the exact opposite of that is true. He sees tasks that he delegates as being almost essentially out of his reach. I've described him over the years, and so will his acquaintances and friends and employees, as an over-delegator. He trusts the people to whom he delegates implicitly and arguably to a fault. And this right here is where an owner should jump in and say, wait a second, you're doing what with Reynolds? Really? To what end? How do we benefit? As a corporation, how do we benefit as a baseball team? That, that is dereliction in ownership. When people talk about Art Rooney and Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle, and now that the Penguins have been bought, the Fenway Sports Group, still obviously way too new to pass any kind of judgment on them, but they've kept those guys aboard, and you would imagine they would 
behave and function in the same way. When you talk about what those teams do right, it's not about payroll. They both play in salary cap leagues, which of course helps them immensely. But it's about the other stuff that happens. It's about the other little actions that you take along the way to make sure that your stars are treated like stars. Make sure that your stars want to stay where they are. This is where the ownership of the Pirates goes wrong. I'm going to repeat this. This isn't about being cheap, believe it or not. They're going to have to spend way more than that half a million dollars to fill out the existing payroll. Will it still be a half a million lower than, yeah, of course it will, but this, by any standard, is splitting hairs to talk about the money. It's an obliviousness to the outside world. It's the management. It's the management of the team conducting arbitration as if it's just, oh, well, arbitration. This is how it goes. It's in the labor agreement. You signed it. And that's, again, where the owner comes in and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's this I heard about Reynolds and arbitration? Are you nuts? Fix this, like tomorrow. Better yet, how about getting this guy signed? Now, that's where nutting does come in as far as the yes or no. Whenever it comes to the really big decisions, he's absolutely and intensely involved. Oh. Man, if the day comes that he sells this franchise, and I'm talking to like anyone this side of a Russian oligarch, it'll be one of the best days of my career, just because we can get back to talking about baseball, actual baseball. I do appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We will do another one tomorrow. Tomorrow. 